0: The following is brought to you in association with, and from a proud partner of, The Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment, here. You're listening to Pure Rock Radio. Feed your addiction.
1: Yeah!
2: This episode is brought to you by the Bleeding Old Blood Club, with this important message. The Bleeding Old Blood Club believes life doesn't end at 40. Live life. Take that trip. Learn that skill. Get in the pit. Learn to skate or get back on your skateboard. Shred it up once again. Check us out on Facebook, the Bleeding Old Blood Club. You can teach an old dog new tricks.
3: This is Justin Hagberg from Ritual Dictates, and you're listening to Radioactive Metal Given to Despair.
2: Tonight's episode of Radioactive Metal is dedicated to the memory of original Riot guitarist Lou (laughs) Kovaris.
4: Welcome to Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron.
2: What's up, everyone? Welcome to a ritualistic episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 600, and I'm Snow White.
0: And this is Aaron. And dear listeners, this episode is brought to you, as always, by
2: True Cult Coffee.
0: T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com, made for Metal Heads, by metalheads. Right. And like, mm-hmm. so until further notice, they're having 20% off on the True Call Coffee site. So go to True Call Coffee, subscribe today. Here's why you want to subscribe. Not only will you not have to worry about running out of coffee with the pending pandemic apocalypse, <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm trying to keep a straight face. You, you will also. Get not one, two great albums every month. They always have two Mm -hmm. bands that they're sharing music from. It's great stuff. Sean does themed mugs, which are on hold for right now, right, during the pandemic. Because thankfully, and Snowy and I are going to talk about this here a little bit, but thankfully, the businesses Sean works with are smart enough to shut down, not endanger employees, not endanger the public, non-essential businesses are taking suit, Right. Other mm-hmm. businesses in other places, not so much. I heard a story about Seattle today we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but anyway, support True Call Coffee. Go to at trve.kvlt.coffee on Instagram to interact with them there. They've, that's You'll see their flash sales, all that sort of stuff. Sign up for the newsletter. Sign up for these guys because, again, they are you know made by Metalheads for Metalheads. And it's good stuff, man. Like, if you've been listening to the show, like, I think it's two years ago now, I did my live stream for my buddy's house, and we actually, like, made the coffee. I don't drink coffee, and I enjoyed it. The next morning, after we shot the videos, I actually had it for breakfast, and I really enjoyed it. Like, mm-hmm. like it's it was, like, a good coffee, and I'm like, oh, maybe I like coffee, and so I've tried other coffees, and no, I don't like coffee, I like True Coke coffee. That mm-hmm. is, like, I'm, I'm not kidding, like, like... Sean takes this coffee so seriously. He's got really great coffee beans. It just the flavors are fantastic. It's some great stuff, guys. So, Snowman, what's happening?
2: Well, for myself, like, oh, holy jeez. Like, with everything that has been going on, and we've been yapping about it the last couple episodes, and we'll continue some more about it. Um, This is episode 600. (laughs) 600 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny how you should say it like that because um obviously yeah, 600 is kind of a milestone, but I think once you start getting into the 6s, there might be a number that's a little more important. Yep.
3: Which,
0: uh, for any other say? podcast, 600 would be a big deal. For the radioactive metal podcast, we have 66 more to go.
2: Yeah, yeah, before, before 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 the big one. Yeah, so I don't I don't I don't feel so bad, you know, because it's just like with everything's going on, it was just a matter of, well, let's like we're we're focusing on getting a show out every week, still keeping our pattern, still you know still doing what we do and doing what we do we do it so damn well and just kind of focusing on that for you know all of a sudden 600 crept up on us and it's like well we don't really have anything planned outside of the usual except except this kick-ass creature feature we do have this week and i'm kind of eager to to share with everyone, um, kind of like our recommendations for how to deal with 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 this pandemic that's uh, going on, and I think I think we're going to come up with some pretty cool stuff. Before we do get into all of that, we do kind of got a little bit of some house cleaning here. First of all, I want to say. Um, horns, hello and horns up to Winnipeg or Jen Rempel. Okay, you might have been seeing on my on my Facebook and on the show's Facebook, we've been encouraging our listeners to vote for her to uh, get onto the cover of Inked Magazine. Beautiful oh, young yeah. lady. She's got the tats yeah yeah well unfortunately she made it to the quarterfinals before she was ousted but um pretty good yeah but congratulations jen um everyone you know the whole winnipeg scene is proud of you as of course everyone you know involved with radioactive metal you know will get you next year get you next year for sure for sure and i saw something a little bit. That was kind of interesting today. Okay. Dude, you ready to feel old? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, I am.
2: Because it's been 27 years ago today that Brandon Lee passed away. Holy while Holy crap. Crow. Yeah. Like, I knew it was getting up there, but it's been almost 30 years now. You know what's crazy about that? <laughs>
0: Last night, I was just watching Dragon, the Bruce Lee story.
2: Oh, look at that. And I actually
0: today I pulled out um my copy of The Tao of Jeet Kune Do. Oh. boy. No yeah, the Bruce Don't... Lee book. That, did I tell you oh. Nicholas is doing karate?
2: No, no, that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh Nick... yeah, actually, yeah. I think okay. I think you did mention it. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, <laughs> but... and I I probably talked about casually off air because like um when he has karate is when I get some of the most work done for the show. Because right. cause there's a bar right next door that's like a fantastic beer bar. Um, and they're, they're one of the – man, they're one of the local businesses suffering right now. They're called Homegrown Brewhouse here in Somerville. And they've – they just – they curate such a fantastic set of beers and it's always changing out. You can do – it, and I, I do flights. Like I don't drink like a lot. Like I get like little four-ounce pours. And so I go there. I get my four-ounce pours and I sit down. And I do work on this show, you know. And, um, but yeah, so I told Nicholas, like, cause I'm also trying to lose weight. I said, when I get down to a certain weight, I'm going to start with him. And so he's actually started teaching me at home since he can't go right now. Cause everything's shut down. So mm-hmm. last night he was, he was, he was showing me that we were watching Bruce Lee. I pulled out the towel of g Joe. So, uh, holy crap. Like, I can't believe it's been 27 years since we lost Brandon Lee.
2: It is. It has been apparently. Yeah. And I just, that's, for all these comic book movies, yeah, and and all that, like that is easily easily in the top five for me.
0: Oh, was a and good just,
2: movie. Just yeah, just one of my favorite films and soundtracks of any. So yeah, kind of a kind of a a bitter a bitter anniversary today. Um well, hang on, was but,
0: that movie the one that the Rollins Band did Ghost Rider for?
2: It was. It was.
0: That cover of that song, Ghost Rider, is like up there for one of my all-time favorite favorite Rollins Band tracks. Like I always love Terran off the end of Silence, but mm-hmm. just the way it plods along and the way that you know, like Hank la- lays into it. Ghost Rider motorcycle <laughs> hero. Oh, dude! Such a that good,
2: good like
0: jam. That sounds like Hank. Such yeah. a good jam.
2: It is, it is, and we got a mitt full of really cool jams, a kick-ass creature feature, and lots of stuff to talk about, so if we have nothing else, it's time to rock and roll.
4: We've been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix.
0: All right, dude, what's going on? All right, man, so... Musically, there hasn't been like a lot of new stuff going on. Um, did I talk last week at all about the about the Metallica vinyl club?
2: You did, you did. I
0: could, I couldn't remember if I talked about joining that or not. Um, but so then, also with Metallica, every Monday, have you seen that they're streaming a different concert on YouTube?
2: Uh, no, not Metallica, but some other bands have kind of started that. What's going on there?
0: Well, so I think I'm, I'm so glad like so many artists are streaming and doing live stuff and live on Instagram. Um, but so Metallica Mondays, um, I have a coworker who's a big Metallica fan. So her and I were talking about it yesterday and she's like, I didn't know about that. So she actually watched it last night and they, they basically, they pulled like a concert out of the vault. So it's not like they were getting together and playing live. But they mm-hmm. pull something out of, the, out of the vault, they stream it, and it's something that's not, you know, already up there. And then they are leaving it up for the week, and then they pull it down after that. Okay. Yeah, so so that's been going on. But then, um, Misfits. So, oh. you know, we, we've been talking about the, the Misfits, and, like, especially the, the different little figurines, because you get your King Diamond figure, and they also do the Misfits ones. Um, I don't know what possessed me to do this. But today, I started listening to the famous Monsters record from 99 by the Misfits. Oh, okay. You, you remember that one?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Great freaking record. So, I was listening to that. Um, I was also listening to Gojira Radio, and I've been talking about that. Like, a little bit. But, like, I've noticed that it's mostly Gojira, of God, that comes up most often <laughs> on that one. Uh, okay. Dude, it's been so fucking good. And then there's, like, Slayer and, and Old Metallica. Like, I think the most recent thing is it finally plays something off of Justice. But, like, Megadeth, it'll play Megadeth stuff all over the board. Plays Pantera all over the board. Um but, like, it only seems to play old Metallica. And, and I bring this up because, like, the whole point of Pandora is Pandora Radio started on a theory called the Music Genome Project. So, basically, like, you like a certain type of music, and the songs that you like have, like, these certain characteristics in common. And so their thought was, if they start figuring out what those characteristics are... They can actually predict what you're gonna like, and that's how the radio station works. You know, that's why I have the likes and dislikes and stuff. And so it's been been hysterical because, like, I started out with Gojira because I'm like, man, I I I wanted to purposely discover new bands. And I think I said this you know a few episodes back, but I knew about Mashuga, I never listened to them, and now like every song that comes on, I'm like, geez, this is great. Mm -hmm. And honestly, even Lamb of God, like I own the Sacrament album and I enjoy it like Redneck was the song I really liked off there but I yeah. I really haven't listened to much else and then like every Lamb of God song that comes on Gear Radio is rocking my world dude like I'm just fucking right. loving it yeah so that that's been the biggest thing but then something that's metal but not metal and I'm sure you're aware of this but something finally possessed me to go out and search for and I think it's actually because of something you said but um so, you know how, like, Kirk Hammett has that great art collection that's sitting an hour and a half um, west of me that nobody can go see because of the pandemic? All right. So, I am, like, torn up by that and super, super happy that I went and that I got to see it and experience it. And then I started thinking, I'm like, man, is there other stuff like that? And I thought I remembered you saying that there's a horror convention that came to Winnipeg. Um, And if not, maybe I totally made that up. But... So, I started doing some searches for different horror conventions, and turns out Charleston has a horror film festival every year.
1: Oh, wow! Yeah,
0: and like we got local stuff and all kinds of stuff that goes on, so that's going on. And it's, it's scheduled for May, I don't know if it's going to happen this year. But I then hope so. I found um, something out in California that I want to check out called Monster Palooza.
2: Uh, yeah yeah that's one of the conventions right like that's
0: yeah it's a and it's a big one and they do two of them there's one like it's basically like, like a summer and fall show or a spring and spring and fall show like there's one mm-hmm. around april may so that one's obviously been canceled and then they're still shooting for september
2: oh that's it should be ready by then
0: that's what i'm hoping and i'm like you know what like like because I, I told you you know i missed my la trip and I'm still heartbroken, but I'm like, you know what? If that monster convention, um, if it works out timing-wise, you know, and everything looks like it's gonna go, I I might try and resurrect my trip and go out and have the rock and roll and monsters. You know, like I think that'd be a blast. So
2: mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. the stuff that
0: I've been doing right now because like like you know, um, I really want to get into listening to some newer music, but like I've been working so much and I can't remember if we talked about this, but I am realizing. That for me to get work done, I have to listen to music that I'm very familiar with.
2: Uh huh. Me too. Or,
0: or it has to be like like on the Pandora kind of thing where it's like like it'll be like one new song. I'm like, oh, what's this? You know, and I, I can really get into it because otherwise, I stop and I stare at the screen and then like I start Googling stuff about it. I'm like, oh, right. what's this? Because you know, like Googling is what we used to do when we get a record and you sit there and just read the album because that's that's my habit. Like. Mm-hmm. I would read the CD case. I'd read the album cover. Like whatever it was. That's what I would do while I was listening to this, you know. So um yeah, so I haven't gotten into a lot of new music cuz just work, but this week is is definitely better. Um and again, you know, like I said last week, I'm very thankful for, you know, having work and what my company's been doing and just how we're handling the whole pandemic. It's been going pretty good. How about you, man? What's new with you this week?
2: Well with myself, you know what I'm going to introduce you to some uh, new tunes, some stuff I think you're really gonna you're really gonna dig but um, before we do that, as I was compiling this episode and all that, it's like okay, I kind of gotta be careful because like a lot of what I did, you know for my metal fix would kind of overlap with what we're going to be discussing tonight. So uh, it's like, okay, I'm going to just kind of focus on this. But you know what? Eh, This should probably be part of the discussion, but I really want to focus some extra attention on this particular thing in my Metal Fix. When we got our new Roku TV, right? It came with a bunch of apps that you can download and all that good stuff. I discovered one called Tubi. What's it called? The two channel. It's called Tube Tube T U B I. Okay. It's it's predominantly a music channel like um or a movie channel like Netflix. Okay. Okay. But the music <clears throat> section for people like us, for the for the metal heads of the world, yeah, this stuff is a- amazing. It's called Tubi. and I'm going. It's called Tubi, yeah, T T U B I. Okay, because okay. like I have a Roku,
0: this... so I want to check this out.
2: Oh yes, just just search, search. Um, go to the search channels. Yeah. Or and just go to the music section in the search channels, and it will definitely, or the movie section, and it will definitely come up. I'm going to have a whole bunch of recommendations for that during our discussion, but for this particular. Okay, and I, I've actually had it for a little while. This this particular DVD slash documentary has been available for a while, but I finally got to it just last night as we speak. Tiger the Kings. Di- <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I have no idea what the hell that is. That's just a bunch of shit that's popped up on my Facebook it's, now.
0: I can tell you about it, but I haven't watched it, and I don't plan on watching it. Yeah,
2: because yeah, yeah. I'm
0: with you. It's just a bunch of shit.
2: It's on the bottom of my list yeah. right now. The top of my list, though, is this really cool documentary called "Death by Metal," which is basically the the biography of the pioneer death metal band Death. Oh no way! Obviously, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just this fantastic documentary that just kind of and it was it was made after Chuck's death and all that, but it's just the amount this just the just just telling the whole story right from you know when he first started putting death together in his garage and meeting various different members and each album and just talking just just talking to everyone involved in all that it's like oh my god and i i remember all this shit okay like i was a fan of death right right from the beginning yeah no, i wasn't in his garage <laughs> i wasn't hanging out with chuck and all that but i definitely you know as if from a fan perspective i saw all of this and i just totally marked out like the whole time they spoke to chuck's mom his sister beth ann who oh my god she's, just kind of a smoke show, huh. Chuck. sister. like holy shit, and just just some of the people within the industry. They spoke to Albert Mudrian from from Disciple Magazine, huh. Glenn and Sean Drover, who were never in who were never in Death, but they had him on talking about it and all that. Just and just the various members of Death. Okay, that. Okay, we 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 unfortunately we never got a chance to have Chuck on the show and all yeah. that, but the various different ex-members of Death at one point or another played in it, like played in it, like we've had on the show, like Chris Reifert from Autopsy, we've yeah. had him on, we've had Steve De Steve De Giorgio from Testament, we've had him on, we've had Richard Christie on, who's like uh, who's he's some DJ guy as well, but he's been in Iced Earth and a whole whack of other great bands. And, like, we've had all of these guys on and all that. And, like, to see them all telling the wicked story about uh, about this amazing band and all that, I got to tell you, it was really exciting. It was really t- exciting. And it was pretty touching in some moments and in some parts. The part that I, I really, dude... Okay, you're really going to appreciate this, too. Right at the beginning of, you know, they're just a couple minutes in, and they're talking about how Death, when they were younger, and they're just starting out, and they're in the garage, and they started showing, like, the, the old Death demos with a bunch of other bands, demos like Testaments First demo known as Legacy. They're showing all of these. And then they start talking about how Chuck used the pen bangers ha! section in Metal. And they even they even showed it. They had graphics from the Metal Forces magazine, the pen bangers section, as That's part so cool. of of the documentary. And I saw that and I immediately thought of you because we're always hyping the pen bangers. Oh, yeah, we're
0: always talking about the old know? pen bangers.
2: <laughs> oh, all this. So to see it on that, I just was just kind of <gasps> Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. When you get the 2B channel, or better yet, go and find a physical copy of the Death by Metal DVD documentary, it is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Not, not only ex members of, of Death, but they had dudes from Relapse. They had Gene Hoagland on, Jim Morris from Morris Sound. Like the Drovers, we've had both of them on. I just, oh, it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I had to give that some extra special attention. I want to say hello and horns up to our good buddies in Winnipeg, Grinders Flashout. They have a uh, brand new song. They just put it out on all the streaming places and all that. Intellectual Rot. For some reason, all of a sudden, just boom! New flash out song. You know, Mr. Corey Thomas is like, "Here, here, you go, check it out." I'm like, "Oh, this is awesome!" Playing it on the show. Thank you very much. And want to get into a couple bands and records here across my desk. Um, Trauma. Uh, the Polish death Metalers' trauma their latest record ominous black is now available courtesy of self-made god records actually i shouldn't say latest like it's such a common thing because this is their first record in like seven years (laughs) and it's their debut on um on the new label and it's like okay i imagine like when i first said trauma no no it's not it's not like Cliff Burton's first band re-release. Oh, <laughs> No, this is a relatively new trauma. Some really cool, some really cool death metal. It's well-recommended. well recommended. We'll probably get into a track right away as well, dude. You're gonna dig this band as yeah. well. Um, available now from twenty bucks. Spin record. Um, the new uh, Death Doom bands Solothus just put out their latest record, Realm of Ash and Blood. Like I know you're into the Doom. Oh yeah, you know. And when you start mixing the Doom and the Death, like the way really good bands like Coffins, bands like that, the way they the way they do it, it all it's 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 always a good time. I think you're going to dig this band as well so that's kind of it for my metal fix because i kind of want to get on with everything how about we drop a track now from that trauma record let's go with among the lies That was that brand new Wicked Tune from Winnipeg Grinders, Flash Out. That was the aforementioned Intellectual Rot. Hit up all of wherever you stream all of your cool stuff. Go and check that out for yourself and just, you know, hit up the band camps and the the Facebooks and all that. Check out Flash Out. And as soon as they get some sort of semblance of a new album, I think we'll... Uh, We'll sit down and have our boys on the show again. Always a good time. It's always a party with those guys. Looking forward to it. Especially looking forward to tonight's creature feature. Kind of, um, well, I don't know if you would call Ritual Dictates kind of a super group. Or an all-star band but I think it's kind of maybe like guys like me that that kind of give that tag to bands you know when they have when you kind of have um, a situation where a band is created from different parts and members from established acts and you know just some of these some of these terms are born Canadian Canadian meddlers ritual dictates because is comprised of Justin Hagberg, he of X, uh, three inches of blood, and drummer Ash Pearson from Revocation. So, with that kind of, um, with that kind of pedigree you know you're going to be coming up with uh with some pretty some pretty sick stuff so when their debut record give in to this despair dropped courtesy of artifact records i figured you know what maybe it's time that we gave a little attention to this band i mean like three inches of blood no stranger to this show revocation no stranger to this show, so when this opportunity came out, it's like, yeah, yeah, it would be a good idea if we sat down with Mr. Hagberg and got together with all of this business known as Ritual Dictates to get us there. Let's uh let's go with a track from that debut record. This is Ritual Dictates with Extinction. First, first and foremost, I guess the probably the best way, the most opportune th- thing to do is kind of start off with just kind of giving uh, just a little bit of a bio, who you are, what you do, the concept of the band, your mother's maiden name, whatever it is you feel that would be um, best for any new listeners to kind of get the idea of who you are and what you do.
3: Okay. Okay. Um... Well, I'm Justin, and I'm, I'm 50% of Ritual Dictates. Uh, Ash Pearson is the other 50 um, We started this as kind of a side project. We were both in Three Inches of Blood together, and uh, this was kind of a side project that we uh, started um, kind of around, I would say, 2014-ish. And uh, just due to lack of timing and uh, conflicting schedules, we kind of put it on hold for a really long time, and then just unearthed it uh, not too long ago. And uh, yeah, we have a, we have an, we now have a, an album coming out, which is our debut record, consisting of some newer written songs and some older songs that we had written, you know, over the course of time. And uh, Artifact Records is putting it out, and uh, should be out sometime if. You know, if all goes well with the Postal Service during this difficult time, it should come out around April-ish.
2: Right on, right on. Um, Yes, you mentioned doing this with Mr. Pearson, who right now is plying his trade in revocation. So basically, you got dudes from Three Inches of Blood and revocation for all intents and purposes. So... When you see the word supergroup for, you know, describing ritual dictates. Uh what do you think about that?
3: Well, it's super. <laughs> it's just super. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know. I like that's I've never, you know, I don't it's a funny term. It's very funny. Uh just yeah, I don't know. Uh, the what was, I can't remember the band that, that I was literally like an hour ago I was thinking of that supergroup TV show like uh, no joke I was thinking it was the one with Sebastian Bach mm-hmm. and Ted Nugent mm-hmm. and Scott Ian and they d- did a TV show and I was just thinking about how funny that scene where Sebastian Bach's like we gotta be called savage animal and I was just oh. I don't know why. I was thinking about the name Savage Animal and I was like, man, like they, they should have rolled with Savage Animal. They really should have. That now that's a super group. When I think oh. of super groups, I think of what would have potentially have been Savage Animal.
2: Uh, fair enough, fair enough. I imagine there's like
3: but I, like... I, you know, but I, I pre- nonetheless I appreciate that. I think that's really cool that, you know, people think we're super guys so I don't there know. we go there we go we'll go with that
2: we'll go with that but 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 with that i imagine you've oh you know through your time crossing canada and meeting bands and some of these bands they've they've kind of up their game to a more established stature and all that like you could probably c- come up with your own super group on speed dial
3: at this point i'm sure like if you were to make a couple phone calls I, I yeah I've got a few a few friends that are that are really good musicians and uh I mean I made a lot I made a lot of friends over the years that was uh that was all I did for a long time was just tour after tour after tour after tour so yeah I mean you know it's with uh with the powers of uh you know file sharing and social media and stuff it's easy to put a band together with some with some uh, friends abroad but uh I'm lucky because I live very close to Ash Pearson. Oh. And uh, and we have a very we have a uh, we have a great friendship and we we've been playing for a really long time and we understand each other's style so it's uh yeah that just is very that's 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 just great luck on my end cuz uh, Ash is such a great drummer and he's a great guy. He's he's great to be around. <laughs> Hang on. Right on.
2: That's what we want to hear. With with the name, with your band moniker, like like the word ritual is no stranger to the metal world. No, but I have to admit, like this is kind of a unique slant and all that. Like I, this is like when I first heard that, I'm like, and before I read your bio and who all was in it and what it was all about, the very first time I saw the name, I'm like, I had no clue as to what kind of band this could be because I guess the dictates kind of threw me was there um kind of an interesting story or idea behind you know
3: the creation of this moniker i swear i'm gonna come up with a great story for this but <laughs> okay. i'll tell you, but i'll tell you how the name was created and okay. it was literally just created by ash and i having a conversation and i honestly don't even remember what we were talking about but ash was explaining something like you know a, a habit of or something and and he just was like as ritual dictates and i was like that's the name of our band <laughs> like that's and uh like that's yeah i mean like i definitely have to you know i have to think of something better than that like some good some good quality fiction but that's the truth that very very uh you know uh what a story
2: (laughs) actually it's a it's kind of it's a nice story kind of heartwarming it's a happy accident
3: yeah it's a happy accident and you know what's so funny is like you know i mean i'm sure everyone has like time and time again flipped through a thesaurus trying to find a band name and then, or you find you think you just discovered the greatest band name ever, and then you go on a search engine, you find out there's already like five bands named that. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, like, yeah, I mean, like it's it's funny. It, I feel like when you're looking for a band name, it's just you're when you're looking for a band name and you're really trying to find something. I feel like in in our case, we the band name sort of came to us. It wasn't like we were flipping through thesauruses and you know mm-hmm. you know f- reading chapters of H.P. Lovecraft trying to find a name or something like that it was just yeah it just happened it was a yeah it was like you said it was a happy accident so
2: right on right on when the record drops and you know maybe a year maybe six months and then whenever revocation gets there you know gets their stuff going and all that would perhaps ritual dictate supporting revocation on tour? Would that be a possibility?
3: Um, you'd have to ask Ash because he's like, if he was doing double duty on the drums, that's mm-hmm. pretty rel- that's pretty relentless drum work. Mm-hmm. Um, if if it was a circumstance where maybe we were the, we were playing and then there was a band in between us and revocation, maybe Ash could get a, take a break or something, but. I just see that as like pretty relentless blast beats. For, I mean, it could be it could be a blessing, it could be a curse, depending on uh, how fit he is and you know how I, I don't know how, if he's up for the challenge or not. So, um, I. But I mean, that being said, three inches of blood toured toured with Revocation, and uh, that was one of the funnest bands I've ever toured with. They're just the whole group is they're just a solid bunch of guys and. So, it would be awesome to be on the road with those guys.
2: Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Almost like a get another band on the bill with you, young guys like yourself, and it's like a traveling, um, what do you call it the hell? It's left It's left my head. Um, when a guy's getting married, the, the bachelor party. It's a traveling oh, yeah. bachelor party. <laughs>
3: oh, mess. God, something that could be just we could, that could be just a disaster
2: <laughs> just asking for it yeah yeah and
3: you're saying bachelor party it basically sounds like sounds like trouble <laughs>
2: yeah
3: yeah
2: yeah this record is going to be out on artifact records yeah now that's not necessarily a label you know that would kind of stick out internationally like to a lot of underground listeners i assume but um how it's the story of hooking up with them and what makes was, them a good fit with this band
3: i was uh i played keyboards in a band in a band called dead quiet for a for a hot minute and um they're on artifact and uh also the um the gentleman who mastered the ritual dictates record is jason corbett and uh he plays in a band called actors and uh uh, in the last few, uh, few years we've really gotten along and, you know, obviously we became friends and then he mastered the record and uh, he was a, like, he was a really big help in introducing our music to Artifact because once he mastered it, he basically was like, Hey, I want can I send this to Yaks Artifact? And cause I'm, he's in the metal and whatever. And I was just like, yeah, go ahead. Like, and uh, so he, he had sent it, to artifact and basically was like, yeah, look what, look at what I just mastered. And, uh, someone else, uh, someone who we're working with, um, uh, Sarah Lutz at, uh, at looters, she introduced, um, us to artifact as well. So we basically, I don't know. I feel like, uh, basically artifact records were bombarded to the left and to the right with ritual dictates and he had no choice but to hear us and and i guess um you know he was he just he was uh it was uh it just he just yeah he was very interested and i had really good conversations with them and i and yeah the rest is history so here we are and uh, i'm really i'm really stoked i'm really stoked about not just i'm not I'm, i am I love the label but it also the the eclectic mix of bands on the label too it's uh it's mm-hmm. just it's just a yeah it's a cool label i really like the bands and uh yeah i'm really excited for this record
2: right on right on um okay i'm gonna wait last for that but with um Okay, like, it's no, you've already mentioned it a couple times, you're a former member of Six Inches of Blood, and um, so a lot of our listeners are veterans, you know, veteran metalheads and all that, so they'll already, a lot will already been familiar with everything you've done in the past, so they would definitely, I would get a lot of heat if I didn't ask, like, why
3: is there not a Six Inches of Blood anymore? Well, that's because there never was the six inches of blood. It was three inches of blood. Okay. <laughs> sorry, I had to get you there.
2: Okay. Oh, you know what? Okay. I, I don't know how I'm coming up with that. Okay.
3: They sound they, yeah. they sound like three. They sound definitely three inches better. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. So sorry. What what happened? with all of that like why was um, you know
3: well um three inches of blood was a really fun band to be in and uh i loved every minute of of you know being in that band i contributed a fair amount of writing and um, you know i i learned i learned and grew as a musician with just being with those guys and traveling the road with them so i just i hold that band and those guys in the highest regard but i think there was a general consensus that we had just kind of that the band had just kind of ran its course and um i uh, there were members in the band me included who wanted to do who wanted to play who who wanted to just play new music start something new and and uh see what happened. And, uh, you know, we had a really good run in that band and, uh, we did a couple of farewell shows in Vancouver that were very successful and very up, uplifting. And, uh, it was a great way to conclude, um, the story of three inches of blood. And, um, and yeah, like uh, that being said, so after that, I focused on ritual dictates and kind of, uh, and, uh, I've been working on ritual dictates a lot and, you know, it's a. New, I'm living a new life. You know, yeah. so, and uh, I, I, you know, every other all the guys in the band are they're still I, they're still great friends of mine. Um, Shane is in a band called Worse, and they just put out a record that are that's fucking awesome. And uh, and uh, actually, like another really cool thing is some of the guys in Three Inches of Blood. Like Ash was out of town, but we I got married in October, and uh, we. All play, you know Shane, Cam, and myself, and Nick Cates. Uh, we played uh, some Three Inches of Blood tunes at my wedding, so it was wow. really fun. Wow. It was fun. It was fun to reunite in such a in such a cool, um, yeah, cool time. So I can
2: just imagine, I can just imagine, like with weddings, it's not just you know your metal buddies, it's not just your hardcore buddies and all that, but you get all sorts of like everyone. Relatives and friends of friends, all different walks of life. You must have subjected like playing playing live in front of a bunch of normies and all that. It must have been just there must have been hell for them.
3: Well, it was actually like a pretty. It was a pretty. It was a perfect crowd for that, and uh, you know, also uh, Eugene from Black Wizard was playing drums, which was fucking awesome because he's such a rad dude and a Mm -hmm. great drummer. And uh, we actually started we started the set with uh like it was me shane nick cates and uh eugene and we played uh harvest moon by neil young so we started off really light and, <laughs> and then uh nick gave me the bass and uh shane and myself and Eugene played uh, a couple of motorhead tunes and then nick came back and then cam joined on vocals and we did a couple of three inches of blood songs so it was it was a short and sweet set but it was a lot of fun and uh Mm. i think i think at that point in the night too everyone was like delightfully lit up like you know (laughs) so
2: at that point everything sounds good
3: (laughs) it didn't yeah like yeah exactly like everyone was there was a lot of like alcohol in people's systems at that point so it was the perfect audience Right on, right on. Yeah, no, I was
2: definitely not thinking as I sat down to put this interview together. I didn't think I was going to be talking about
3: your wedding tonight. That's awesome. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't think I was going to be talking about that either, but
2: here we are. <laughs> right on, right on. One of the things that we probably should deal with is that just everything. That's going on in the world right now with the, with this whole coronavirus outbreak, I guess, for lack of a better word, and it's really messing with tours and it's messing with venues. It just it's just not good. Um, yeah. How are you as a musician dealing with this?
3: Um, i I have no reason to complain because so many other bands have got, gone through so much shit because of this. Like the, you know, obviously like every band, like all bands are kind of struggling, but you know, some bands, you know, some bands can, can, can't even afford the visas that they invested in and all the shirts with tour dates that they aren't playing on the back and all this stuff. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of people got, you know, a lot of bands got nailed. And I, I, I you know it's a really shitty time and it's it, it sucks that there it sucks that people are getting sick and obviously like obviously every you know I'm very. we're all very concerned with everyone's safety and health and uh, but yeah like a uh, it, it, it was sad to hear about you know a lot of the bands that I know just get hit nail like just get nailed with a you know a heavy bill mm-hmm. uh, so that, that was you know so f- I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain because you know, we had we had to cancel a couple of shows, but there were local shows, and we'll play. Like we'll play when the, when you know whenever when this clears up and when it's safe to do so. Um, and uh, I mean, it's funny today. Today, my order of t-shirts came in, and my order of like you know my merch came in for the shows. Okay. So at least I have it. It's ready to go to. when we're ready to play but honestly i'm just at home i'm playing i'm i'm trying to you know i'm writing new riffs i'm writing new songs i'm staying i'm staying productive and uh i guess that's all we can do is you know we have to focus on on we have to focus on our health and uh while we're doing that we should we should utilize this time as best as we can and that's you know if if you know, try to stay creative and try not to let this be a downer. So I, I'm just, you know, I'm just at home. And I mean, the only thing I'm concerned about is like putting on so much weight. Cause I'm just eating all the time.
2: Mm, yeah. I'm hearing and, a lot of people saying that. Yeah, yeah. And
3: my quarantine, my quarantine, like my, my boo, my alcohol supply went really fast. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I mean, home will do that to you. Like, mm-hmm. You got a little, too, you got a little too comfortable. You got a little relaxed. Um, but you know, I, 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 like, I was playing. I learned Uriah Heap, Easy Living on the, on the. I'm kind of playing. I was playing that on the organ today. And, nice. Uh, and you know, I'm just fucking around. Like, just what can you do? What what can you do? Like, uh, I, I was watching. Uh, I've been watching some live, you know, some people have been posting music, uh, some live music. I watched Orville Peck do his uh, concert from in his house, and it was basically just him and his on a live feed. And mm-hmm. I, did, I, I think you know, bands can, you know, band, bands still have an opportunity to be heard and to get their voice, you know, to get their to get their music out there. Like we've got, we've got the worldwide web. I mean, that's a start. That's something. So and uh yeah i mean i don't know it's 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 super weird everything you know it's it's an interesting time for everyone and uh we're i'm i'm trying to stay positive and i'm trying and i'm hoping that i have a few new ritual dictate songs when all this is cleared up
2: right on right on words of wisdom i think everyone I think that's the proper route for everyone to go. Just try to be productive as possible, and be be positive, and be smart. Yeah, and, and I mean, well, like, I'll get through this.
3: Yeah, like, I mean, it's like no beach parties, and you know, <laughs> like, I mean, like, I honestly, like, I, I enjoy, I enjoy, you know, I, I enjoy being being alone. Like, I, I, like. My wife and I share an awesome place, and we both work. Like we both have jobs, but I mean, you know, I I enjoy staying home and working on music, and uh, and you know, not not going out and spending my money and stuff. So it's nice So this isn't too far off what I normally do. It's just, uh, you know, I don't know. I just uh, I. I just think everyone should have a have the have their smarts and have their wits and wash their hands more often and there we are. try to, try to write a couple of songs while they're at it.
2: There we are, yeah, yeah. And okay, normally I would kind of finish up an interview with this question with a lot of bands where I'd ask, okay, what's gonna happen? The next 365 days for said band, but I don't know. I don't know, man. With everything that's going on, who knows how long this is going to last? But say,
3: that's, you know. yeah, that's interesting. That's really interesting because, uh, yeah, I, that that's a uh, what is going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, it's funny because I've I've I just heard on the I heard on the the radio the other day that it's like. You know all the 2020 olympic games are now the 2021 olympic games so it's so it's interesting like things are put back things are things are getting canceled and they're you know they're you know postponed until next year kind of thing so Mm. it's an interesting like uh it's curious but i think i think in 365 days i think ritual dictates will have more music and Like I said, it's like regardless of what's going on right now, we still have an opportunity to be productive. Um, Ash Ash is on his computer as much as I am, so I I can forward him riffs, he can write drum parts, we could put some shit together. And when this all clears up, hopefully we're back in the studio playing some stuff.
5: If you're not tuned in to The Shining Wizards, listen to what some of our fans have to say about the show. Hey guys, it's The Stallion, and when I'm contemplating suicide, I throw on The Shining Wizards because nothing makes me feel better than knowing I'm not one of these four grown adults, virgin fucking marks, discussing a fake wrestling product. Tune in live every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. east, rantemradio.com. It's The Shining Wizards, where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. 20 original hits, original stars. K.C. and the Sunshine Band. Silver Convention. War. Leon Haywood. Average White Band. Alice Cooper, Edgar Group, Sammy Johns, David Loggins. Gladys Knight, Frankie Valley, and many more. David Getty. It's the the, the Holly. Jigsaw. Blockbusters. 20 original hits. Original stars. Be sure to get the best from K-Town. lp 599, Tape 699. There are only three good things you need in life. Beer and we are
4: rock Radio.
2: was ritual dictates artifact label mates a cloud rat from their latest record pollinator that is losing weight and before that mr. hagberg's um his his drummer mr. ash pearson his regular gig that was revocation with the title track from revo's latest album the outer ones great band this ritual dictates i have to admit i really hadn't heard of them until uh like their pr kind i'm gonna bring back the curtain a bit hey snowy you want to check out this band it's got this guy and it's got this guy in. i'm like oh yeah you know okay sure sure this is some great stuff so yeah you're going to want to go and check out Two creature feature, their latest, their day, their debut record, "Give Into Despair." Check it out now. Obviously, comes well recommended. Oh, with everything that's been going on, dude. Like in the last, with with this COVID nineteen, and the chaos and the havoc that it's reeking. It's um it's 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 not just kind of interfering with our our fun. It's not even interfering with fun world. It is actually having some serious consequences amongst in amongst fun world. At the top of the show you heard our dedication to one Lou Covaris he of the original riot yeah, yeah, that came across my desk, and it's like, oh, jeez, wow, you know, and they specifically said it was due to complications from the coronavirus. Oh, was that, it really? It was, it was, yeah. that's, that is too bad. Um, so we want to give Radioactive Metal Extends, of course, our condolences to the Kovaris family and to his former mates in Riot, who are now going under the name Riot 5 legal complications all the mumbo jumbo and all that it's good to see that Riot is still around still killing it one of the um, you really want to mess with the normie okay Yeah. tell them that Joan Jett and the Blackhearts I Love Rock and Roll was a cover song (laughs) (laughs) because it was It was. It was. As a matter of fact, I believe pretty much that whole debut record for the Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, her first record, no, her second record after after leaving the Runaways, that whole record was cover songs. Uh, Yeah,
0: it's funny because I picked up a copy of that and I'm like, I think these are all covers. I mean, at the time I was a kid when it came out, so I didn't know. But now I'm like, wait a second. Because mm-hmm. is Cle- is Crimson and Clover on that same record, or is that on yeah. a different one? Okay, yeah,
2: yeah. At the time when that first came out, and you're right, I was just a dumb kid, ten years old, eleven years old, whatever. Um, I knew Crimson and Clover was a, was a cover because my mom played the original Tommy James and the Shondells yeah. Tommy or James whatever. James and the love that song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, Snowy knows a little more than you know. A lot of people give him credit for. <clears throat> sometimes, sometimes <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah. To find out, you know, like a lot, like the pretty much that whole record was was cover songs, and to find out, like that, I love rock and roll was actually a nineteen seventy five cover of the Arrows. Oh, and I had never even heard of the Arrows when, you know, pre. Pre Black Hearts and all that. Well, unfortunately, I uh, have to announce that um we lost um a- 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 Alan Merrill, who was the guitar singer songwriter for the Arrows and the man behind that song I Love Rock and Roll. And I went back like when I first discovered, you know, that it was a cover. I went, I gave it a listen. It's like, okay, this is cool, and all that. When they announced his death. You know, I did my due diligence for the show. I went back. I listened to it again.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: The original is slamming. Like, it, it is really good. It's really good. And it's like, I kind of wish I had given it that kind of focus on uh, when um, when I had first heard, you know, that I Love Rock and Roll was a cover and all that. I would have been enjoying this amazing song for all of these years, so that's too bad. You know, we give our condolences as well to the Merrill family, and thank you. Thank you, sir, for your contribution to the rock and roll world. Something that's not quite as important, um, it has finally been announced, the Maryland Death Festival, okay, that I was looking so forward to this year, getting to, geez, even some Winnipeg bands were playing it, the Card the card that's the wrestling fan in me the bill the bill was absolutely stacked it has been rescheduled for next year may twenty, may 27th to the 30th so completely off the books 2021 yeah it's totally blown away it will be back next year unfortunately they have announced that death strike and prostitute disfigurement will not be on the bill and that's too bad like i was looking forward like death strike that's one of paul speckman's bands you know from way back in the day i imagine Mm -hmm. that they might still be uh doing doing some new stuff and all that so yeah yeah it's too bad but at least yeah at least something kind of has been announced i've been holding my breath and all that and it's like okay this sucks but you kind of do what you got to do. Speaking about people that have passed away, and this is, well, it, it's it's not metal-related, okay? The individual is not metal, but trust me, this, this gentleman had a huge influence on the metal world, but we recently lost filmmaker Stuart Gordon. Now, he is known for his lower-budget films... From the '80s, um, some absolute classics. Most notable, the Reanimator movie.
0: Oh yeah, okay. Now, as,
2: uh, you, as a hard music fan, you know the words Reanimator. Oh yeah. There's a couple cool bands called that. Sacrifice had that really cool song, Reanimation, which was all about that movie and all that. Fortunately. Mr. Gordon had passed away so we want to quickly say thank you sir and horns up for all of your contributions not only you know in the metal world but or in the music world or in the movie world but in the music world as well thank you and I'm sure we'll do something in a little bit to pay tribute to the man but right now you and I we thought it would be let's do something positive with everything that's going on with the COVID and all that. And that's going to be the buzzword of 2020 for sure. When we look back on this year, that's it's it's, it's the it's the it's the year. It's the year of COVID. Yeah. You know, it's the year of, you know, the coronavirus virus and all that. So we have to make do. It It is what it is, it's here, we have to deal with it, and hopefully everyone is doing the right thing, we're doing the, all that we can to eradicate it and move on with our lives. One of the best ways to do all of this, you know, apart from if you absolutely have to go out, stay clean, you know, do your social distancing, Do all that, I'm not going to reiterate everything that we already know, probably one of the best things to do is just stay the fuck home. <laughs> you know, yeah. self 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 quarantine, self isolation. Do what you can. You know, at the very least, like do that. And for a, for a guy like me, who's you know kind of a social butterfly, okay. You this this is getting kind of hard. But you got to do what you got to do, and we're going to come up with some things and ways. You know, that we can uh, throw some stuff out there and share with our listeners about ways and stuff to help cope. You know, some stuff that is kind of music related. So I sat there and I kind of racked my brain. And it's like, okay, this would all be some good stuff while you're sitting at home. Feeling sorry for yourself because you're not front row center. Trust me, I wish I was there as well, but we're going to make the best of it and hopefully everyone can uh, use a couple of these suggestions. I've got myself a fresh Lemmy here in my motorhead mug, dude. So, what do you got? What do you, how are you going to help me
0: cope? So, The biggest thing that I'm seeing is that so many artists are taking to doing live streams and doing interesting things, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, artists that are more mainstream, like I don't know if you're familiar with Dove Cameron. She's a Disney Channel star. My kids love her. We actually watched one of her live streams over Instagram, and I got handed to her because she's a young adult. She was also in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. last year.
2: Oh, okay. I'm way behind on that.
0: Okay, well, so so I won't I won't say any more than that. She did a great job with the character because to know her is a Disney Channel star, you know, all clean cut, lovey dovey. And to see her do the character she did in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm like, whoa, this girl's (laughs) got some range. Like, this is pretty good, right? Um, Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to like it. But anyway, but she's also got an amazing voice. And um, the stuff that she sings on Disney, like, you listen to it, and it's like, oh, it's really processed. But it was just her and a friend doing, you know, playing guitar. And they were six feet apart. They were demonstrating social distancing. She talked about proper hand washing and all the things you can do to, like, you know, keep yourself safe. Like, I was really impressed. So you've got that going on. But then, like, for me, um, and honestly, my, my daughter enjoyed this, too. So do you follow Paul Stanley on Instagram?
2: No, no, but I know what you're going to, what you're speaking of. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So,
0: well, there's a couple of things. So one, um, Paul Stanley, uh, like my my daughter loves the Star Child. So I was showing her the Instagram because Paul posted a picture that his son, uh, of something his son Colin did. So his son Colin runs out. He's like, Dad, Dad, come quick. The toilet is smoking. So he runs in and he's got two toilet paper rolls on top of the seat and he stuffs up Paper towel roll it, under the the lid of the seat in the bowl, so it looks like it's a cigar, and the paper towel rolls look <laughs> like eyes, and so it looks like the toilet is smoking. So my daughter saw this and thought it was hysterical. So she did the same thing in her bathroom. Oh, she thought yeah So she thought that was hysterical. But then, so Paul has been taking to doing different videos on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. And so the big one for me is um, he's started talking about how he wrote Love Gun, like. I love that song. Like it's one mm-hmm. of the best intros to an album is that da 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 you know just it's such a great song, right? And it it blows my mind that it comes from a blues song. And the biggest thing and while I appreciate learning all these things, it's basically like Paul sat down and had to tell me, "Listen Aaron, the Easter Bunny's not real." What? Um, I know, right? <laughs> uh- because I found out that one of my favorite kiss bass lines was not written by Gene Simmons or played by Gene Simmons.
2: Okay. It was played hey. by Paul.
0: Paul did did all the parts for Love Gun. All of it.
2: Fair enough. Yeah.
0: show the drums.
2: I'm like, multi. I have no idea. multi a multi instrumentalist.
0: Well, and that's what he talks about. He's like, listen, he's like, I'm not a bass player. He's like, so I used my limitations. And and like like I, I really, the older that Paul and Jean get, I really, really appreciate them because they, they literally treat their fans like we're their kids and they're trying to pass this stuff on now, you know, cause like there's the whole mystique in the seventies and eighties and all that sort of stuff. But like now, like, I mean, like if you read their books and just the things that they share, like, Paul's like, listen, this is how he wrote this. He's like, you know, use your limitations. Don't let stuff stop you. Like, he is literally talking to us like he's talking to his children. You know, and I, I really appreciate that. Because, like, like, you know, I mean, Kiss is said from the beginning that they're about the fans. Because as fans, like, if you're a Kiss fan, chances are you're a pretty rabid Kiss fan. Mm-hmm. Or you know rock and roll all night. That's typically how it breaks down, right? You're you're either uh-huh. no rock and roll night. You love that song, or you're a pretty rabid Kiss fan. There's not a lot in between there. So, so yes. that that's been one of the first things is like find a band that you love. See what they're doing on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook Live. Follow that. And there's been like, it's been a big uptick, I think, in music output. You know, just just live music. I mean, it's you can't be there experiencing it, but I mean, dude. I'm experiencing more live music than I ever have, because you know the boonies I live in. Like, nothing comes here. <laughs> yeah, that's so, coming
2: by there. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I'm actually getting to see more live music than I did before this started, you know?
2: Right on. Right on. Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. There is a lot out there. I'm going to give you a couple of suggestions. Yeah, let's hear it. Myself. Just earlier today, Relapse Records announced a new series every 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 week okay they're going to be um available on youtube and all that every week there is going to be a new live a new complete live show from once again i'm going to mention this band from death they're having this live series called death non-a non-analog the on stage series Okay. so basically every week, you know, Relapse Record is going to be airing a live audio concert from, you know, The Mighty Death. I guess they got 800 million quality shows like you've recorded this week's this week's um, episode has already been dropped. A really cool show from Montreal in 1995, I was cranking that this morning. So between between that that Death by Metal documentary and then the first episode of this of this new series, I, I got my fix of death in the la in the last couple of days. Man, and that's it just, awesome. it just it just it, now, just it just what this band is just what it has meant to extreme metal and all that. It just it can't be it you really can't say enough. Yeah influence it has like christ it's called death metal oh come on
0: i can't remember which one of my pandora stations played it but individual thought patterns keeps coming that
2: is yeah yeah that's as for for a musician like like yourself the later death stuff is probably what you would gravitate more towards but um give do yourself a favor and check out a lot of that early stuff as well
0: yeah that's a band i want to go
2: explore right right you're so probably where, where's be, the
0: streaming at? When they stream it, where is it streaming?
2: Um, It's up on YouTube right okay, now. Okay, YouTube. Okay, yeah.
0: cool.
2: Yeah, as well up on YouTube. You'd be more familiar with the band Sticks. Oh, yeah. They're kind of doing the same thing throughout all this, where every week... Um, what's his name? Tommy Young is going to be um, hosting kind of like a... Uh, uh, a, a series of their own every week a new live sticks show entitled The Sticks The Sticks Fix live Saturday <laughs> nights where basically every Saturday night they're going to live stream and then make it available on YouTube a new audio concert throughout their extensive you know back catalogs of concerts that they've had recorded and once again they went with a uh, with a show from 2017 from Trois Rivières in Quebec.
0: Oh, nice! Just goes,
2: just goes to show what a uh, what a um, what the scene in Montreal is like. I mean, we well document that on this show. Of course, our former co-host Rock is originally from Montreal and all yeah. that. And kind of, kind of as a side to this. Um, one of Rock's old buddies tried out for Sticks. I didn't know that replace, to replace um, DeYoung there. Um, oh, wow! But of course, he ended up losing that to Lawrence Gowan, who is a well-known uh, Canadian singer who had a you know an extensive solo career before before joining Sticks and all that. So yeah, a little bit of in a roundabout way you know radioactive metal has that six degrees maybe even three degrees of separation from the mighty sticks so yeah i was digging that unfortunately i missed i missed the original live stream but I, i i was cranking i was cranking the replay on youtube so yeah you know you're right like there is a lot there is a lot of really cool um Live music to be found. I might as well mention this while I'm talking about this, and I've mentioned this on the show before as part of my metal fixes a couple times here and there throughout the years. There is this really cool website dedicated to live quality video shoots of various hardcore shows. Really, it's called, it's called Hate Hate Five Six. The word Hate, the number Five Six S I X. Dot .com and there is so many concerts so many shows and they all they keep adding to it so for the rest of my lifetime if i was to start to watch every show even like on a 24 just just 24 hours do nothing but eat eat shit and watch and watch this website i would never in my lifetime get to it all because like i said they just keep adding stuff and there's just so much on it and they're all they're all um you know well shot you know it's not just one guy with his camera phone like these are all well high high quality shot concerts so if you are a hardcore fan okay and you have not discovered hate hate five six yet you know go there now as soon as you're done listening to this because there is a plethora of just some absolutely amazing stuff so yeah like there's no reason no one should be bored okay <laughs> okay you're seeing on facebook friends you know i'm bored i'm this i'm that no no let's make the best of it yeah. go to this go to this website <clears throat> what what do you got though
0: well so along with making the best of it This is a time where, and and it's funny, I was listening to a podcast where a musician was talking about He's like, so I'm kind of forced into taking a break. He's like, I kind of needed a break, but now I don't have a choice. And this is a fantastic time for anybody to pick up something they've been wanting to pick up. So, if there's been something you've been dying to learn, like, oh, if only I had the time, I'd do this. This is the time for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh huh.
2: You
0: know, for a lot of people, it's to learn to play an instrument. So, I've got to hand it to Fender. So, and Fender is not the only company doing this, but they're doing it better than anybody. I'm seeing like, you know, 30 days or a couple weeks here and there from different companies offering stuff. But so, and, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, but the Fender Guitar Company has their own app and their own lesson system called Fender Play.
1: And okay.
0: Fender has been one of the guitar companies that's made a really good transition into, well, in, into the new markets. You know, like like attracting younger players because if you don't have younger p- people coming in, eventually your customers are going to die, right? So you've got to right,
2: literally, yeah. yeah.
0: You know, so you've got to attract the younger players and teach them. And so they're giving away 90 days free of this app. Oh. And I was actually one of the beta testers for this app. Like, this is good stuff. Like, this is high-quality video. It's good angles. They break it down into short lessons. They've gamified it a little bit where you can get points. So... If it's you, if it's your kids, go out to the Fender website, get the code. It's, it's coming across all sorts of different places. Check out Radioactive Metal. Hit us up if you don't have it. We'll get it to you. Um, my old neighbor has been wanting to play guitar for a while. Like He plays, he's like, man, I just want to get better. And so as soon as I saw this, I texted him like, Joe, check this out. And he's like, dude. And so he signed up for it. He's playing now. You know, like I actually signed up for the 90 days because there's stuff I can learn still, you know. And mm-hmm. and again, like I said, I beta tested this. It's really, it's very high quality. And if you think about it, Fender is genius because if you do 90 days for free and you're doing well and you want to keep going, you're going to subscribe. But at the end of 90 days, chances are this pandemic's over you're back to work, you're making a little money, and you've been staring at these great Fender guitars and these lessons that you're probably going to want to buy. So, <laughs> it's brilliant marketing, but it's also mm-hmm. like I like I and I and I can't remember if I've told you this how much the Fender company means to me. Like my my first ever real instrument was a Fender P-Bass 1985 which I still own, I still play. It's on the um on the radioactive metal theme song for anybody who's listened to the show, like the, the song that opens the show, that bass is used. And I just, I, I love the Fender company. Like I am a Fender guy to my core. I probably own more Fender than anything else. And, and I just, I know I can pick up almost any Fender instrument and it's going to feel like home. You know, I've mm-hmm. got my P-Bass and my Strat literally no more than like five feet from me right now. You know, and so to to see this company that I have seen the ups and the downs with over the years, that I've seen great products, I've seen crappy products, and I've seen genius ideas and dumb ideas. Like, it it really warms my heart to be like, no, like people got time off. Let's let's make sure they can learn, and especially kids because kids are off school. And even though like huh? like my yeah. kids are still going to <laughs> school technically, like we're homeschooling them because the the schools like. My kid's school is fantastic. The teachers are working their butts off to do distance learning. We're using Google Classroom, all sorts of stuff. I know a lot of other kids are not getting that same experience, and I feel bad for them. Like, 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 I know that that a lot of schools are struggling to try and figure this out. I am very impressed with my school, but so, but thinking that like, even if you're homeschooling, you're you're not going anywhere else. You're not going out. You're not going to the mall. You're not going to soccer. So you got 90 days inside, pick up a guitar, pick up a ukulele, pick up a bass, whatever it is. So that's, that's something you can do. You know?
2: Right on, definitely. Yeah.
0: And then, definitely, like, yeah. No, go ahead.
2: Oh, oh when I was just going to say, when you mentioned Fender, like, I don't play. I've never had aspirations of playing and all that. But I, I remember, like, as, as a youngin, learning what, what Fender was. Like, this was the stuff that, musicians played and you saw the advertisements in metal magazines and all that fender 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 it was like everywhere you couldn't help you 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 couldn't help but but know what that was so yeah right on right on good on them sorry go ahead well no i was just gonna say so then along
0: with learning an instrument well if you already play like this is a great time to make music sit down at night and write because you're not going anywhere um, force yourself to write every day. You know, like, I think it was Ernest Hemingway. Somebody asked him, they're like, um, you know, when when do you write? And his, his response was, I only write when I'm inspired. Fortunately, I'm inspired every morning at 8 a.m. And, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, you get the yeah. joke. Like, <laughs> it's tongue-in-cheek that he just sits down and puts in the work, so... You know, t- tell yourself every night when you're done with whatever you're doing, whether it's, you know, the schools or if you're working from home like I am right now, like, you know, tell yourself at night, I'm going to p- I'm going to put down 30 minutes, an hour. Right. Like, um, so you remember we played my friend Sue, her House of Gregory song. Yep. OK, so um, she sends me, oh, dude, like what? Like she is just like we've known each other for a long time, so we, we, we've got a real good relationship, but she will send me a text that is a music file, and literally just says the words baseline with an exclamation point. Ah. And that's basically saying that she wants me to lay down a track. Okay. So, this, this last track, we have had creative differences, we'll say. And it's oh. mostly because, like, she's sending me so many guitar parts that are in the same sonic frequency, I literally can't hear anything. I'm like, you gotta at least, like, give me something I can mix or whatever. So I finally fought with her and got the thing down. But, um, long story short, she follows a blog for a musician um, who wrote a song called Pandemic, but it's not necessarily about this pandemic. It's more about like the smartphone pandemic and people not interacting <laughs> with each other. Um, which uh, right on, it, it's genius, and it's it's a piano based song. It's beautiful, and um, she's like uh, this. So this artist puts the song out. And says, listen, use this song you know, write every day, all this sort of stuff. And then if you if you use a part of the song, like I'll help you put the single out. So my friend Sue's like put a bass line to this. I got some guitar ideas. And so we've been working on this. So like last I actually streamed it over Instagram. Like like when I was working on it. And then I got it recorded I think last Friday night, center of the track. I got a rough mix back and the rough mix sounds great. So I so when it's done, like like it's it's not gonna be exactly a metal. Um i don't know it's it's heavier like so i'll mm-hmm. I'll let you hear it when it's done and maybe we'll play it on the show you know no, if, no. if we deem it worthy for but, sure um, but i'm i'm pretty excited about it because like i haven't gotten to really do any good like songwriting recording lately and i'm trying to do my own writing too but so you know collaborating with friends like this the internet's a fantastic thing so do those kind of things
2: so what else do you have man Well, I'm just going to back you up here first of all and say, okay, if you're a band and you're listening to this and I know we get requests for, you know, to be on the Indie Spotlight and I know we have bands liking our page and our Instagram and all that. So I know there are young bands out there listening to this right now and I'm going to say, okay, six months, eight months from now, I want to hear new material from all of you guys. You know, like you're saying, we've you've got the time now. You know, yeah. Let's let's get those instruments out. Let's get those creative juices flowing, and let's hear what you guys got. Um, every year, and I just recently did this. I just finished it up, but once a year, I have my annual binge where I watch the entire four seasons. Of WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> okay. I love that
0: show, man. Not, so not, good.
2: Metal, not, not metal related, but radio related. It is. And it's and, such a great show. Oh, it's, absolutely, it's just, it's still, as many times as I've seen the whole series, it's just, it's not old. It's still so exciting. And I just, I just love, I love every second of it. Like when they get when they get into the issues like censorship selling out yep. the 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 incident for the who concert at yes the stadium they covered that and all that it's just yep. like it's shit it just doesn't get old so i want to recommend to our younger listeners if there was no dr johnny fever Okay, there would be no radioactive metal, let's kind of put it that Dude. way. So yeah, do, do yourselves a favor, go grab the box set of all four seasons.
0: Dr. Johnny Fever, one of my all-time favorite episodes is where it's him and Venus live on the air with the state trooper. <laughs> and they're trying to prove how alcohol dulls your reaction, uh-huh. and the more that he drinks, Doctor Johnny <laughs> Fever's uh, reflexes get faster.
2: It gets better, yeah. Well, it was kind of a hobby of mine. <laughs>
0: uh, it was so funny, man.
2: It's, I, I love just, that
0: episode. I just crack up uh-huh. every time.
2: Because he just had this high tolerance for alcohol now after all of these years. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sucking back the Lemmys right now, and that's really. You know, Jack Daniels throughout all this is really my only form of entertainment, you know, outside of my own music collection and whatnot. But I will tell everyone, don't worry, I'm not going to fall down that slippery slope that a lot of a lot of people might. Because I'm seeing all these memes come up on Facebook now saying half the people are going to come out of this as amazing cooks. The other half are going to come out with drinking problems. Well, I'm not going to come out with either of the two, okay?
0: I mean, you could technically do both. Because I think some really great chefs have drinking problems. Oh, probably. And, like, I lived in Tennessee for a year. So, trust me when I tell you. Because, like, Snowy, like, you're drinking Jack Daniels. I lived an hour from where it's all made. Yeah. (laughs) I used to go, like, I... Not every weekend, but several weekends in, in the year I lived there. Like I was, poss- I was probably there easily, like in a year, it easily half a dozen times to like wow. ten times or more. Like, like, like I because I loved it. It was close. It was free tours. But the most important thing I learned living in Tennessee and from the visiting the Jack Daniels plant is that if you can cook something, you can cook it with whiskey.
2: Oh, that's true. Yeah.
0: yeah. I was surprised what a splash of whiskey does to so many foods. Because, I mean, like, like, and this is, this again, this is like that geek foodie kind of thing in me. But I really enjoy good whiskey. Like, Jack Daniels is the reason I drink whiskey. The, like, the, those, those tours, you know. And mm-hmm. they would give you recipes at the end of the tour. I'm like, well, I've got to try them. And so, you know, there's like a, um, a pecan bourbon pie um i learned how to make like my own whiskey sauce i put on chicken um like so many different things so like if you could like one morning i was cooking spam for my breakfast and poured whiskey in the pan it was delicious um you know so yeah if you can cook it you can cook with whiskey so if you're going to drink and cook do them both to the best of your ability like, like, I don't uh, want you to uh, half ass this. Like, like, no, no. Take your drinking seriously, take your cooking seriously, and bring them together. <laughs>
2: there you go. And here, all this time, oh, I was just thinking that whiskey only went on your cereal.
0: Like, <laughs> well, to- <laughs> it's good
2: on cereal, too.
4: That's important.
2: <laughs> right, on. right on, right on. Well, when you're done watching all four seasons of WKRP, you're going to want to check out a couple really cool uh, documentaries that are now available up on the YouTubes, first and foremost, okay? And we've talked about this on the show. I had the good fortune of seeing this documentary when Ninja Cat aired it, you know, at the Park Theatre, Slave to the Grind, a documentary about the, current, well, <laughs> about the current... Well, <laughs> about the current Grindcore scene, which had some Winnipeg bands in it, and... um yeah, Doug Doug Brown, a Canadian documentary filmmaker, he made this really really kick ass doc, you know, on the grindcore scene. And we really should have had him on when this film came out. We probably still will at some point. But throughout all of this and what's going on, you know, he kind of took to the air and said, "Hey, you know what? Um, just to do my part in helping everyone cope." I'm going to make the slave to the grind um, available for everyone. Just up on YouTube. Go, go and check it out. So, thank you, thank you, Dougie. We really appreciate it. And I know, you know, you're kind of doing it as an expense to yourself. You put a lot of time, energy, effort, a lot of your own money into this, and like to take the hit for your brethren. Like this is just that's that that's off the hook dude yeah i mean you know documentaries so like
0: that like nobody's making money they're doing that for love
2: it's it's a passion project you
3: know?
2: yeah it really is for sure for sure another really cool documentary and i just only recently discovered this but a really cool one on the kind of the history of the dead kennedys called fresh fruit for riding eyeballs Okay, and
4: they, what? <laughs> they yeah yeah, oh, this yeah is great
2: kind of a take on of one of their album covers yep. or album titles and all that. Well, it was basically some interviews with everybody but Jello Biafra. Which you might think, well, how can you have a thing with Dead Kennedys without Jello? Like he's exactly the voice. Exactly what he's,
0: he's, I was he's, thinking. You at this,
2: yeah, but but he's always the voice. He's always he's the go-to for everything. Dead Kennedy. This is a
0: very good point.
2: There is they spoke to some journalists and some promoters that were there during the early days. They talked to Klaus Fluoride and East Bay Ray and just they they spoke to every, everyone but but Jello and it was kind of a fresh take and all that. And for fifty, it's, you know, it's just it's just under an hour. It's it's a quick view and it's definitely something you're going to want to check out. What about you, man? What you got?
0: All right, so this one's going to be a little bit crazy, but I'm going to oh, preface like this with what are you there. No, I was
2: oh. uh, no no I was just saying good. I like crazy. Oh,
0: okay, well, um, so Jim Martin of Faith No More, mm-hmm. right? So, known for some killer guitar work in Faith No More, of course, uh, as well as that fantastic hair and sunglasses. But, <laughs> did you know that he was a champion giant pumpkin gardener?
2: Actually, yes. Yes. Um, All right. Mm-hmm.
0: So, that, like, I remember when I found that, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Well. That's,
2: that's different, yeah. So,
0: my thoughts are, like, take up gardening right now. Like I where I live, this is the perfect time to garden. I've got some great weather. Like I, I could not ask for better weather to be, you know, stranded in because I can still go out to my backyard. So I can go out there and garden. So before all this got too crazy, like when things looked like it was gonna start shutting down, I went out to Lowe's. Um I bought a bunch of plants, seeds I've got my vegetable garden started because if this goes on too long, I'm at least going to have my own vegetables growing. Um, I've got flowers that my daughter and I arranged for my wife because my wife loves flowers. So I bought a bunch of flowers and we arranged that. And it's another artistic expression. So I think gardening Mm -hmm. is a great way to pass your time.
2: Definitely, and you it's know. legal up here in Canada now. So get gardening, everyone.
0: <laughs> I th- gardening was illegal before. <laughs> Flowers were off limits. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> yeah, let's go with that.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about that, but that's a really good point. So, is it legal for you guys to grow marijuana?
2: I think so. Is I that- think it's like, uh, yeah, I think you can. You can do pretty much any. You know what? I'm not the guy to talk to because, it's this really isn't my thing.
0: Yeah. When well, no, I know smoking,
2: we've talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. When my friends are smoking up and all that, I'm kind of the come with guy.
0: Yeah. No. No. I yeah. I have been too. But like, I see. I'm very interested in the other properties of marijuana. Like, I like. It, and we've kind of had this discussion before, like like the drug scene has really never been my scene with, with, with this stuff. But I mean, like I've had all the friends like you have, where it's like, all right, everybody's getting high or tripping or whatever they're doing. Like, yep, I'll go along. Like somebody will keep me alive. But um, like I'm very interested in like the CBD oil properties. Um, I am interested in the microdosing that people are doing with 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 the marijuana, like like where they're doing microdoses of the THC. And it's having a lot of, like, it's having a lot of, like, good, positive health things for your joints and for anxiety. Um, Yeah. So, honestly, man, like, you know, we said it as a joke, but seriously, if you're in Canada or some other place where it's legal, dude, start growing some weed. Get on it. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of benefits to that all the way Mm -hmm. around. I mean, heck, possibly even a second income for you.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I had mentioned in my Metal Fix the Death by Metal documentary on the Tubi channel. Okay, well, as soon as you've, you've checked out that channel, as soon as you're done that death documentary, dude, my God, there is just so much on this in just in the way of kick-ass dvds documentaries live shows the one that immediately comes out and i haven't really had a chance to check it out yet it's number one on the list but the king diamond dvd songs for the dead is is on that and like when i first saw that i thought oh my god i almost lost my shit you know because i'm not going on to a torrent to find it and all that and I haven't I haven't been able to find it the physical copy on DVD anywhere so when I saw that I'm like oh yeah oh this channel rules okay Tubi is now better than every other streaming service ever for having this DVD on it I, like, I'm, let, I'm really going to find this out. man this, this sounds fantastic, it's, it's, fantastic. It, it's fantastic just the amount the amount of music on this and not not just not just metal but just music in general is absolutely fantastic. I checked out the anthrax's King Among Scotland DVD oh, on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They have the uh, the the Megadeth Rest in peace live, the Amona Marth live at Summer Breeze. Um they've got so many classic um the the um Classic albums TV show, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where they, you know, they focused on that. They've got British Steel up there. They got Number of the Beast. They got Paranoid up there. They've got a metric shit ton of really cool hardcore documentaries, including one called Salad Days, which is, of course, named after the demo tape from Minor Threat, which focuses on the DC hardcore um, era. Yep. in uh, or the the '80s hardcore scene from that, which gave us Minor Threat, Black Flag, all of all of those wicked bands. You're going to want to check that. All three of the Decline of the Western Civilization movies.
0: I think I've only <laughs> seen the first <laughs> oh, oh, two. I don't know if I've ever oh, seen the okay.
2: third one. There is there is a third one that never got the same amount of press or attention and all that, where it kind of focused. But it was supposed to be focused on the on the crust punks of the L.A. scene. Okay. but really, it just kind of turned into like the homelessness squatting and all that. That just that was all that was part of L.A. and all that. That's where it kind of kind of ended up. They're definitely all three films. I'm just I'm just going to sit down and just going to have a decline marathon one night during all of this. Um, The Mentors. Remember the Mentors? No. Oh, okay, good actually I shouldn't I shouldn't be talking about the mentors Well, their documentary The Kings of Sleaze is also on there. And finally, our good buddy, Bob Nalbandian, okay who's been a part of radioactive metal you know right from the start. one of our very first guests, of course he is now, you know he started off you know as an LA DJ and when he was younger he did the fanzine thing like I did and all that he's just been a really good friend of the show of course now he's doing documentaries most notably the inside metal documentary series yep. and his the rise of LA thrash metal is on Tubi no friend. yeah yeah Man, so i don't want, awesome. it's absolutely fantastic so yeah I'm, we're i'm kind of kind of giving tubi a free plug here but if you're going to put this much Content for radioactive metals purposes and all that. You're gonna put this much on. Yeah, I can't help but put them over. Yes, it is. This is good stuff. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So if you have a Roku TV, dude. Okay, you're gonna wanna just just search in the movie section, streaming movie channels. Find find Tubi, and there's another really cool app. While I'm thinking about it, the MyTuner app. Where basically with this app, you can pretty much get any radio station anywhere and listen to it on your TV. And of course, I found Pure Rock Radio, purerockradio.net every Thursday night. That's where you can find Radioactive Metal. Not only did I find Pure Rock Radio, I also found Radioactive Metal on your uh, my, my tuner app on your Roku TV. So get looking for all of that as well. What you got?
0: Alright, so, something that I've been doing with my family, and again, we're practicing good social distancing from the other people in our neighborhood, um, mm-hmm. but we've just been getting on our bikes and getting outside. You know, like, like when 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 the, the regulations are to avoid other people, right, because we don't want right. to spread this thing, and So you don't want to go to places that are crowded. And, but thankfully, like, I mean, my neighborhood for as many people, I'm seeing more people and more neighbors in their yards than I think I've ever seen in my life because everybody's home. But Mm -hmm. everybody's still keeping their distance and being cordial. But get outside. Like, get, get some sunshine, get some fresh air. I mean, if you're in an area where there's no sunshine, I'm sorry. But, like, like. The fresh air is going to be really good for you and good for your immune system as well. So is the sunshine. So get out and ride. Like my, um, uh, my, my kids got bikes like a year ago. And Nicholas had a really good crash. And I didn't realize that apparently his bike ended up getting stuck in the highest gear. Mm. And so the poor kid, he's been hating riding his bike. And, you know, I'm like, what is going on? Like, like, why does he hate this? So finally, I, I realized that we couldn't shift it down. And so thanks to YouTube and a book that I have, um, it's not perfect, but he can at least get out of the highest gear. I can't get him to the lowest gear. I can only get to <laughs> like the second to the lowest, but he can shift back and forth between those other ones now. And I just got to keep working on that. But I mean, you know, take some time to do that, to, to do those kind of things. And then... For our metalheads with kids, um, there's a company, and this is just a shameless plug for them. We're not getting any kind of endorsement for this. Like, I've been following them for a year and checking other blogs, and I finally, you know, like bit the bullet and um, bought these things. But so it's called Kiwi Company. Uh, it's k i w i c o dot com, and they do what they call crates, right? And they basically put together a project. Everything they do is based around steam, right? So science, technology, right. uh, engineering, um, arts, and math. So there's there's art crafts, there's music crafts, there's different things. So my kids have really been into um, arcades. You know, oh, like, right! On. Like yeah, they're mm-hmm. really into arcades and. Like my kids love like the claw machine, and like you know, (laughs) what kid doesn't? But it's Uh it's the kid version of a slot machine. Like you're never gonna win, right? Like you win so rarely. Well, they actually had a kit where you build your own claw machine. Like they they've engineered these things to be super kid friendly. The instructions are kid friendly. They're easy to read. They're easy to put together. My daughter Snowy, if you could just see her little face light up when she built this claw and figured out how to make it work, and she's making her own prizes for it, and you know you cut this part out of the box, you tape a plastic bag so you have a window, and you put the claw in, you have to see how you can get it out. Like, it's so much fun. And then Nicholas tonight, we built um, we it's kind of like skee ball. Like, like, mm-hmm. But instead of uh, instead of rolling the ball, you shoot the ball. Okay, and stuff. And so he's got that arcade machine, and he built that tonight. Like like we did this together as a family. So it it's fun things. And like my my goal with it was to you know to not only give them something to do because like like I know they're gonna love the arcade stuff, but I'm trying to encourage them because because like and I don't I don't know like your thoughts on this, but I feel like. When we were kids, we had to build more things because things weren't accessible.
2: That's right. You uh-huh. know,
0: like like you could think of something and it didn't work, or like we had shows like, like like let's even say like a Lost in Space rerun where they're they're rigging something together, they're building something out of common stuff, or good one Gilligan's Island where they're you know <laughs> they're they're making electricity and bikes and all that sort of stuff, and they're uh-huh. figuring out like the science so. Like, you had these things that are showing that, and I feel like today everything is prepackaged, pre-made, pre-bought, saves you time. And so I wanted to get these kits to be like, oh, look, here's how you put this together, and I wanted to start kind of paying attention. And then what I love about it is it comes with a magazine that has other instructions you do with household things. Like, oh, well, here's what you do with some paper towel tubes, and here's what you do with this. And, like... You should you should have seen their eyes tonight because they, they came up that's what I did before before I came up to, to record tonight and just they, their eyes just lit up. they had fun like the sense of accomplishment when they were done with it. So you know even even if you you know you, you don't want to or you can't spend the money right now on a crate. Um, this this company is like run by parents for parents right. and so they've got a fantastic blog with tons of free activities. That you can do with simple things around your household. So it's it's a great place, and again, it's just fun to do with your kids. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, we're we're their teachers right now anyway, and like I can't wait for my kids to get on because you know they still meet with their class a couple times a week on video and they video chat, and you know both my kids can't wait to tell them what they built. You know, so right um, on. That like that that's that's the kind of stuff that makes this whole pandemic fun. Is like like. I feel like we've had some of the best family time lately that we've had. Cause I mean, like, like I said, like my daughter's helping me in the garden. We 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 did all that stuff together. We were on the bikes together. The kids helped me with that. And then, like, my son again, who hated riding bikes, he um he actually like because we've been trying to like like ride in a single file line so we don't take up traffic and that sort of stuff. He actually wanted to lead the ride, and he's typically afraid. Like, like he's he's very skittish on his bicycle. And He's like,
2: can,
0: can I can I lead us? I'm like, yeah, you really want to? You
2: you like, go, boy. I'll
0: tell you where I'll tell you where we're going. <laughs> I'll, I'll call out the directions. You you take the lead, man. So, like, it's just been some great family time, man.
2: It really has. It really has. As a matter of fact, just. Just yesterday, I was talking with the young lady who I share my office with. She was saying, you know, with all of this going on, it's like the way things, when we were younger on Sundays, Yes, when nothing was open, the malls weren't open, you know, Sundays were family day. And she's she's right. You're right. That is right. the best way yeah. to put it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just like like the old days and that sort of stuff where you spent the, that entire Sunday together because nothing was open.
2: That's right. That's right. So it's good. No, it's fantastic that you know you're going back to that and it just it just because my little snowy is pushing thirty now. Okay. So so that's those crazy. those those kind of days are are behind us, but we still spend as much time as the three of us as a family as we possibly can. But I have friends, you know, I have friends, young friends that have a young offspring that you know, I'm now I'm seeing them and I'm babysitting them and I'm seeing these young kids, you know, they they want to hang out with their cool Uncle Snowy, you know, and all that. And I'm, I'm seeing these kids grow. I want to say hello and horns to my good buddy Ninja Cat Jessica, her son, Oliver. He's he's walking now, dude. He's That's not only crazy. is he walking, not only is he walking already, but they're kind of tossing the ball together. and all that he's he's running around and she she sends me videos of of him and i'm kind of like ah but i'm stuck i'm stuck here i i can't go and visit can't go and visit him you know because of this situation so yeah yeah this is bringing this is bringing families together for sure for sure uh, a little more on the music side. I want to... Um, this is a good opportunity, and this has been recommended from some Facebook friends and all that. Good opportunity. Yeah, there's so much metal and all that to go, and hardcore punk to go out and check out. But don't don't be afraid to check out some other cool stuff. Um, what I'm thinking of and what I want to recommend is... Um, Movie soundtracks, and I don't mean the trick-or-treat, and I don't mean the you know the return of the living dead or anything like that, but just the instrumental soundtracks. Some movies that you you hear the music, okay, but it's all part and parcel with the movie, and you don't realize just what an amazing art form some of this music is on its own. You go on YouTube, you um you search horror movie soundtracks. There is just so many like, you know, full album streams of all of these. Like from like the the music from Dawn of the Dead. Okay. The Friday the music from Friday the thirteenth, Jaws. Jaws such a classic. There's so much really real cool music. And like every single one of these music or every single one of these movies have kick-ass soundtracks out on the man when i was a kid i had like the original conan the barbarian with arnold schwarzenegger oh yeah yeah okay like the the first movie i had that and i remember cranking that and my mom was like why'd you like why'd you buy this record and all that it's just it's just the music from the movie there's no real songs on that i'm like no mom listen to this yeah you know this 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 is amazing and there's just there is so much of that on youtube man just one of these times just 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 put put the metal away for a night and discover a whole new kind of metal because trust me a lot of this music goes hand in hand with 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 our scene and all that. So so
0: I am so with you on the soundtracks. Like my son loves soundtracks. Like mm-hmm. like all the Star Wars movies, he loves all those soundtracks. We were actually and I can't remember if I said this on air or not. But um when all this happened, we were supposed to go see a um, a local symphony concert where they were going to play footage from Um, like nasa with all the different space movie songs so star wars 2001 space odyssey star trek all that sort of stuff right and and he just he loves an instrumental like we actually have it set in his clock radio to wake him up to a star wars soundtrack cd nice
2: yeah nice nice and remember the theme to 2001 um also sprout zarathustra like that's that's public domain now is it really yeah, like that well, it's an old classical song. Wow, wow. That's 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 why you hear it like everywhere. Yeah,
0: but it like to be public domain, <laughs> I think that has to be at least seventy years old. I didn't realize it was that old.
2: Yeah, oh no, it's it's Holy it's uh, It's an old classical song. So yeah, it's three days older than dirt. Wow, dude. That's that's why you kinda hear it. And finally I wanna say um thank you and horns up to a couple really cool bands. I know we've played both of these oh. bands on we played their music i definitely want to have them on the show when they have new material or just because one of them is an absolute legend but i want to say hello to the band hellbent okay their latest record was available apocalyptic lamentations is available on horror pain gore death we cranked their record on this show last year um They've put their catalog available for like the pay what you want type
0: yeah.
2: on on Bandcamp. They did that with their discography as well as the Power Violence, the legendary Power Violence grindcore band Spaz. Okay, all their complete discography just to help combat all of this that's been going on in the world, they themselves, you know, they said, okay, we're going to put all of our shit, and they have an incredible discography. They put all of that up on Bandcamp. Pay as you will. And, of course, it's free, all right, if that's what you choose to pay, but don't be afraid, you know, to throw them a couple bucks. I'm sure they'll appreciate it, but for our purposes right now, I want to say... Thank you to Hellbent. I want to say thank you to Chris Dodge and the boys from Spaz for just just doing that. It's a simple gesture. That's all it is. From music that they're not making any money on anyways. And they just said, you know what? Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. And like horns up to them. Do you have anything else?
0: Um. Really, that's that sums it up, man. I mean, like, I think just... In general, like your favorite companies, or maybe like your favorite companies you don't know yet like i've I've been impressed with all the different music companies that I'm you know familiar with um, that like they're doing something to to encourage you to make more music during this time, like mm-hmm. um This this one synth company because I bought a keyboard like workstation for my computer like last year, and they're giving away some of their plugins not indefinitely but they're you know letting you use them for free for like um, over a month. You know, I'm like that's pretty cool. You know, to Mm -hmm. try these sounds and do that sort of stuff. You know, so. Like, like, look look for those opportunities. Like, this is a great time to take those opportunities. And then kind of like what you're saying about the band camp, um, go to your favorite band's website, buy a keychain, buy a t-shirt. You know? Because mm-hmm. if you're a real fan, chances are you already own all their music. Because um, I know I do. Like, I, I go out to certain band's websites. I'm like, own that, own that, own that, own that, own that. Okay, <laughs> what kind of shirts they have, you know? Like um oh so speaking of, of websites, so Third Man Records and okay, not metal, but um Jerry Lee Lewis, you know, the killer himself, um he did and I don't know how I missed this, but he did a live record at Third Man Records back in two thousand uh, two thousand eleven when my daughter was born. And um this record is killer like it sounds fantastic I mean Jack White for you know I don't care how you feel about any of his bands or him personally this man knows how to make a good recording he he really really worships and believes in the old style of recording where you can't fix it digitally you gotta get it right the first time and capture it with good stuff Mm -hmm. so like when he does live recordings, like he cuts it right to, um, um, I, I I'm going to butcher this, but when you you know like when you cut the master for the for the record, like he cuts it right to that. Like he has the disc cutter, whatever that right. class is called, and so like, and and he's all about like analog boards. And I think he has like a Neve console that he uses there. Um, it just, dude. Like this record sounds great, it yeah it's fantastic. That's something I want to pick up. But but like so so go to these companies like Third Man. I mean yeah we all know who Jack White is, but it's still a pretty independent company. And plus Jack White's record pressing, and I've talked about this on the show before, but um, he opened up a record pressing plant in Detroit that is. And he could have bought vinyl pressing machines that were fully automated. He didn't, because he wanted to create jobs. So he purposely bought machines that had to be run by people to create jobs. Excellent, excellent. Exactly, right? So that's the kind of... Not only does he give a crap about great music, about putting it out on vinyl, about, about really taking the time to craft a song and do it right. He cares about the neighborhood he grew up in and the people, and so he did that. So... You know, t- t- like support those kinds of companies, you know, because there are lots of great companies. And I think we're starting to see people's colors. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Dude. So here in South Carolina, they shut down our beaches and rightly so. And mm-hmm. then they say, you know what? Let's kind of test the waters and open them up. Um, like for the locals, like, like to get people out a little bit. Well... Within three hours, they're shutting them back down because people flooded the beaches and were not following the whole, you know, social distancing guidelines. And right. so they're like, listen, like, we're shutting it. And this time they shut down every waterway access. You wow. know, Which is killing me because I just got a new paddleboard I was hoping to try. <laughs> um, right. But it's one of those things where, you know, like, I knew that it was open, but how was it going? Like... We're supposed to stay home. Like, that's that's just asking for chaos. And then is, I was talking to um, a co-worker in Seattle, and he was saying that they have businesses that are on the um, non-essential list that refuse to close. Wow. And it's like, listen, like, I get it. Like, like I, I get that your business is going to struggle. And trust me, there's people that are thinking about it. There's other things you can do, like we talked about the gift cards and stuff. And I mean, I'm still trying to support like my local restaurants, you know. And like, and I try to do it through Uber Eats because that way I'm getting two jobs, right? Because you're getting the Uber driver because they're not getting the kind of um, um, money they were making before, you know. Nobody's taking Ubers right now, and so like Uber Eats at least allows these drivers to to make some sort of money, and then the restaurant can make it and for anyone who's worried about the takeout, I actually have a friend who's in public health. We were talking this weekend. My um, my buddy Chris, I've talked about on this on this show. His wife, she works for the the NIH, the National, National Institute of Health. And so I'm like, okay, because we we're talking about takeout. they have a place by them. They get takeout. I'm like, okay. Because there's there's the information about this virus is so scattered, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so one of the things that that um, you know, she says she's like, okay, it's respiratory. It's not transmitted through food. Like if you get takeout, wipe down your containers. Don't get the plastic silverware. Use your own silverware. Um, if you have leftovers, transfer it to your own containers. You know, like that sort of stuff. Like to be mm-hmm. safe, you know. So right. so really, like getting takeout, getting the delivery from these restaurants that are still open. So. For example, in Canada, Bulldog Pizza supports Sky, right?
2: I was just about to say that. You know, yeah.
0: like like it, this is it's fairly safe. Like even if somebody's been infected, because there there really hasn't been a case of it being transmitted through food. Now you know, get the package, get it out of the package, wipe it down, wash your hands, enjoy your meal, right? So so mm-hmm. be safe. Those sorts of things. And again, I'm not a health expert. Look this stuff up. Go to the CDC website. Go to your whatever your local government website is, but like I said, we we're we we're talking about this. I'm like, okay, this made me feel better, and I had another point I was gonna make about, it and I totally lost it.
2: um
0: oh. but it, but it was it was just a, along these same lines of, of like you know su- support these local restaurants, and you know don't take any <laughs> unnecessary risks.
2: That's right. That's right. Yes, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought up Sky and Bulldog Pete and all that because that's what we did this past weekend. Like with with everything that went on. Okay, I hadn't seen Sky for about a week before her trip to Toronto. So, and then all of this shit went down and all that. I haven't been in Sky's presence for about a month
0: now. That's rough, man.
2: It is, it is. And because uh, she's like me, she's a social butterfly. She knows everyone in the scene as well and all that. Well, I just wanted to talk to her, and two birds with one stone. I called up Bulldog. Okay. She yeah. picked up to take the order. <laughs> you know, oh, that's, that's awesome. my telling me this story. She picked up to take the order. She didn't recognize my voice right away.
4: <laughs>
2: okay. That's awesome. And you know word has it I'm kind of a wise guy okay so I I said okay I I'm going to milk this I'm going to mess with her and all that so I'm just kind of placing the order. she asked for my phone number I give like I haven't told her who this was and all that but you know okay to see see how long it takes before she realizes who she's talking to you know she asked for my phone number I give it to her she asked You know, she looks up my phone number. They have it in their files and all that. And she goes, "Oh, okay, it's you. This phone number, and all that." And then there's this pause. Oh, Snowy! hi <laughs> yeah. that's amazing yeah <laughs> that's uh, that's I was just just to mess with her i'm like yeah i was kind of wondering uh how long it was gonna take until you realize exactly you know because she has my slave name on file like yeah. she no one no one calls me by my real name you know so yeah it was a lot of fun and she whipped up two of the best damn pizzas that i've ever had and will ever have so yeah you're right support your local businesses when in winnipeg you know bulldog pizza look look them up give them a shout great great stuff thank you thank you let's get into some great great tunes let's pay tribute to the mighty Stuart Gordon, the movie Reanimator was part of the Empire Pictures in the '80s that made some of the most wicked low-budget horror movies. The main man behind Empire Pictures was one Richard Band, who was also a musician himself, who did a lot of the kick-ass soundtracks. And forever and a day, Richard Band will be known as the musical maestro that created the music the main theme especially to reanimator so as a tribute to the mighty Stuart gordon this is the theme to reanimator mm-hmm.
5: Is at the top of his class in medical school. How can you teach such dribble? These people are here to learn, and you're closing their minds before they even have a chance. What are He's you? brilliant, but a little weird. I've broken the six to 12 minute barrier, I've conquered brain death. His experiments have always been unorthodox.
4: It was dead. <sighs> I will.
5: But lately, they're getting out of hand. Yes. <laughs> just made a discovery that could wake up the dead. Herbert West has affected reanimation in dead animal tissue. What are you thinking? How do you feel?
4: You. You? 15 cc's of reagent being administered.
5: Once you wake up the dead, you've got a real mess on your hands. Run, ah! Dead? Not anymore. Herbert West brought a lot of dead people back to life. And not one of them showed any appreciation. H.P. Lovecraft's classic tale of horror Reanimator. Mr. West. You'll never get credit for my discovery. Who's going to believe a talking head get a job in a sideshow? It will scare you to pieces. The idea of style and competing for the best style is the key to all forms of rocking.
2: is the aforementioned spaz one of their last full-lengths recording was a uh, crush kill destroy that was the title track and dude I want to get Chris Dodge on the show yeah he's just he just seems like such a fantastic character a legendary figure within the power violence grindcore scene and we just haven't had him on and sometimes I just Okay, I I want to talk to this guy, (laughs) you know. It's definitely would be a really cool get. Before that was the, of course, the aforementioned hell bent from the apocalyptic lamentations. Sorry, dude, had to go with the song pandemic. I know, I know, but
0: it's fair. fair. (laughs) Fair ball,
2: fair ball, fair ball, and of course, we said you know when we mentioned the influence that. Stuart Gordon had on the metal scene that is that or that was sacrifices, reanimation, and when you follow the lyrics to that song and all that, like you can totally tell exactly what that song was all about. so we want to dedicate this block of songs to Stuart Gordon once again, sir, thank you so much um we do have a kick-ass indie spotlight but i think we're going into extra innings and all that so we're going to uh carry that over for next week which is kind of too bad because dude i have a killer band okay that um should be signed like yesterday okay so something to look forward to Next week, uh,
0: anything else before we get on out of here? Well, last week we ended with the joke that my friend sent me about uh, metal heads and the coronavirus being very similar because we both survive on metal. Right. Um, this week I want to point out that if the rumors are true, the metal community could probably, you know, cure this virus for everybody because supposedly, Snowy, and I don't know if you've heard this. That um this virus started because somebody ate a bat.
2: Right? Oh yeah, yeah.
0: And and you know, they contracted this virus through the bat. Well, obviously Ozzy <laughs> is immune.
4: Okay, yeah. So yeah.
0: Get a sample of his blood and start reverse engineering people. Like, <laughs> like we've got the cure in the States right now. Uh-huh. You know, like 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 metalheads to the rescue once
2: again. That's like, again, yeah. yeah, 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 I mean, just imagine all of those boomers that when we were growing up, that man is disgusting that, that's not music, that is the ro 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 row, row. we all heard it, well, your parents were cool,
0: yeah okay, my, 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 my yeah. <laughs> for yeah.
2: for for most of us, like who grew up on Sabbath and Ozzy, we had to take a lot of shit from our parents. And uh, wouldn't that be something else? Now okay, it saves their lives. He saves the world. <laughs> yeah. 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 How can people get a hold of us? All right.
0: Head to radioactivemetal.org. That's where all these episodes are. It'll let you subscribe, lead you to your favorite podcasting aggregator. You can find us on iTunes, you can find us in the Google Play Store. Search us anywhere, we're there. Um, You wanna drop us a line, send us an email at radmetal666 at gmail.com, right? So you can send us a letter there. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash radmetal, where you can interact with us, send us a message, and if you want to send us a message to either the email or, sorry, or Facebook, please do and send us your address, because Snowy here, would like to reinstate the old pen banger section, and mm-hmm. we'll actually yes. write you a snail mail letter. And it's a snail only, like if you're sending it to the states, like it'll get like from snail to the border of Canada. That's when the moose picks it up and takes it the rest of the way.
2: That's right, yeah.
0: It's it's the molson mail in Canada. There, the molson moose. <laughs> um, so you know they're they're gonna they're gonna handle that. So send us that address. We'll get we'll get it over to snowy, and you guys can write letters. Uh, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at radmetal666. Of course, purerockradio.net. Hear us first every Thursday live, quote unquote. Um, pure Rock Radio. No, I already said purerockradio.net. Shining Wizards Network dot That's what I meant. Shining Wizards Network. We're part of that uh, network. Great wrestling podcast out there. The guys from Shining Wizards are just a blast. They're
2: just amazing guys. Yeah, yeah I people. love them so much. Great
0: people. You know, so uh, check all those out. And of course, please uh, support our sponsor, True Cult Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Go out there, subscribe, 20% off until further notice because we're trying to get through this pandemic. So please support another metalhead. Like you want to support a local business, support True Cult Coffee. They may mm-hmm. not be local to you, but they are a small business. Doing their best to make their way. And I'll also tell you this. You're looking for something to do. You want to learn something new. Subscribe to True Call Coffee. You're going to get your subscription email from Sean. It's going to say, hey, thanks for subscribing. Here's your order. And you reply back, say, hey, how'd you get into screen printing? Or how'd you get into this coffee thing? Because he's a great dude. He'd love to talk to you. Strike a conversation with the metalhead. Learn something new. That's Mm -hmm. what we got for you.
2: Right on, right on. And I know the good folks at True Caval Coffee are mourning over the loss, you know, of um, who we dedicated tonight's episode to Mr. Lou Cavaris. You know, um, that's too bad. We're going to go out on with a, uh, with a Riot song. How about way back, 1977, their debut record, Rock City. Let's go out. With the title track, and once again, I apologize. It's it's six hundred, another milestone for most and podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nice but you know one. what? I I have to give Radioactive Metal credit. I gotta pat pat, pat ourselves on the back. Okay, when we started, I, who knew what a podcast was? No one. No, no one. And Adam over Curry. the, years, <laughs> the he, years, he knew. <laughs> Over the years, so many podcasts have come and go come and gone, and very few of the original Brat Pack, shall we say, of the metal podcasters, so few are still around and killing it, and radioactive metal is one of those that are in the meantime and in between time. That's it. This has been a ritualistic Episode of Radioactive Metal. I'm Snow White.
0: This is Aaron.
2: Signing off.